22. They're talking about our bullfighters here? Those come in one pack. Oh, square hay. Little turnpike troubadours. Good news, they just recorded an album, correct? All right. Sweet. Well, welcome. We are in uh, Prescott, Arizona. We're getting a nice little uh, rain shower here. We're outside the uh, Logan coach. And uh, are you getting and are you getting wet? No. Nope. Well, a little bit. <laughs> That's just sweat. <laughs> Is that because of the rain or our guests? Well, but, well it could be both. I've, I've been on a sweat on, sweat off this morning because we, uh, for the Vold Rodeo Company, we did 7.30 TV. Uh, at 7.30, it was 89 degrees, and the sun was shining down, and there was a huge black dude with a big piece of tin foil. I mean, he was. He was yeah. a big black guy, and so then, then I started sweating, and then the sun... The like the clouds came out and uh, so I'm on the downhill side. Dalton, don't act like you were. You were sweating too. I was sweating like a whore in church. Yeah, <laughs> like I was bad. We were just. I don't know if it was the Pendleton last night or if it was the sunshine. So, so I guess I guess in conclusion, yeah, I am a little wet <laughs> from the rain. <laughs> but this is a pretty cool addition today uh, on Rump Chat. Everybody, thank you for. Your continued listening, we're gonna bust out a lot of a lot of good stuff. Yeah, we've got two weeks together, me and Hambone, with the Prescott uh, Frontier Days Rodeo, and we we have never had on two pickup men ever. No, we had on Jeff Rector one time. Yeah, pickup man, but I think uh, that's been about it. But <laughs> now today, and I really appreciate these guys coming on because they were whining about staying up late for Slack, especially Ty. So um, it was well, late. Stick to what you know. It was one a.m. Yeah. So why don't you introduce our guest, Hambone, announcer style? Oh no, you do it way better. Well, you do one, I'll do the other. Hambone does it so poorly every night during the rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> well, that guess, wasn't my announcing. That yeah, was, with that the was, song that was Randy. <laughs> guest number one. I was off guard last night. Yeah, you got to come up with some new material. I know. Dude, like that, we heard that one. Like I know. Well, I you know, know, I usually I times, usually don't man. do that at rodeos. Have a, a theme song for pickup men. There's something women like about a pickup man. I haven't heard We're that. We're just special, right? Yeah, because it's it's dumb and it's oh. old. I like to play things like it you was know, cool in the nineties. Yeah, a personal. I want to like personal. Touch. Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be gay cowboys. That's what I really <laughs> want to play, but yeah, probably better not. Well, it, we're we're buddies anyway, ladies and gentlemen. I can't do it. I can't do it. Ladies and gentlemen, two of the grandest tigers in the jungle. <laughs> They've saved Tamer of tigers. They saved more life. I want to announce your rodeo than a thousand hospital rooms. The pickup man mm. of Vold Rodeo Company, uh, number one, Dalton, the great Dalton Ward, <laughs> son of the great Billy Ward, Bill R, and uh, brother to Denton Ward. Who's been Chihuahua. riding Bronx? Chihuahua. Chihuahua. So Chihuahua. Dalton Ward, it's cool that he's on, especially because, you know, like we love to tell the stories of rodeo. And you talk about a family that's been involved in rodeo, yeah. die hard. And not like glory rodeo, like clowning or announcing. Like the good old the stories labor, the trenches. Billy Ward and Jerry Darncamp feeding and <laughs> oh my God. trying to the get best. mutton bust and sheep up there the and well, the pepper spray trying to get the goat up there out of the <laughs> all right before we get into all that <laughs> before we get into all that let's and our, and our uh our second uh guest our other half of the tandem here is an nfr bronc rider 
a cowboy, a cowboy. My hero. Cigarette smoking, singing. Six-pack abs. Six-pack abs. And woman stealing from Hambone in Sykeston, Missouri in 2008. <laughs> Nobody Ty Atchison. Cowboy Ty. Thanks for having I do. It happened. Yep. Blonde. He's exaggerating. Did you no, get, it wasn't. I was there for on. U.S. smokeless tobacco. Let, let's stop for a second. It's let's, a true story. God, you stole a woman. It doesn't matter. It's way before any of either of our wives. Come on. Okay. It doesn't I'll, matter. And it was so slick. <laughs> I mean, I nailed it. Hambone. I want, me and you are going to be quiet. Ty, you tell us a story how you stole the chick from Hambone. Well, well there's not a lot to it because it's Hambone. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> So let's hear it. Was um, she hot? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she I mean, had fake both boobs. Good, yes. Yeah. She was a U.S. smoke with tobacco girl. Yeah, but you know, you can have fake boobs and still be ugly. That's true. She, yeah, but she wasn't. She was She was pretty smoke. No, no, she was hot. No, we just, she working and working it. You know, I was working and working it. And um, I had a little history. I go to, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, yeah. he's that's, from that's down what, around yeah. there, so he knew her. Yeah. And so I come around the corner. I, got, I like went and got her a beer or something. We were back at the community. And I come around the corner and he's making out with her. In my defense, I didn't know Hambone was so hot and heavy. Yeah, I, I wasn't hot and heavy. I was horny. Did she, <laughs> did she, break, did she break your heart? No, I was disappointed. I thought, you know, it was going to be a fun time. It's, but It was. <laughs> you were talking no, to I, him. I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. But you know what? I... <laughs> But she came back, and I'm like, mm-mm, I don't know where that mouth's been. Do you remember the Chris Ledoux song, Hometown Cowboy? <laughs> he was just a hometown cowboy, his belly kind of fat, acne boots mm-hmm. upon his feet and yeah. a big U-rolling hat. He was entered in the bull ride, and he <laughs> did it on a dare. In that song, the last part of that song is don't take your girl to the pitching because you might not take her home. <laughs> well, this girl, this the girl was in the pitching already. Yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. it, was, uh, it, was free, it was free game. But, yeah, like, I mean. Ty was it was off it was funny I was so she started looking around for a real man but I couldn't blame her couldn't blame her I she's mean, only she'd human. have been better off with me but e- I couldn't blame her Anywho. you yeah she, she probably wouldn't have to take all that penicillin but moving on <laughs> moving I cannot, on I moving cannot on. believe that you <laughs> and Ty <laughs> you and Ty Atchison were in a love triangle I think that's amazing <laughs> I, I wouldn't get this that's uh, getting blown out of proportion no, yeah here. it was more like a V yeah. <laughs> A why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she and I were going one way, and Hambone was going the other. That's right. But it's probably easier for, I mean, Bronchriders. Bronchriders are pretty good at picking up chicks, better than sound men, I think. I don't know. Have you I, seen my I, wife? I've seen it firsthand. That's true. You do have a hot wife, but what I'm saying, like, Bronchriders, when you think of Bronchriders getting chicks, I always think of one person. You know who that is? Bronc riders getting chicks. Yeah, Chet. Oh, Chet, Chet almost Johnson. made a career out of that. Yeah, is <laughs> Chet's Long Chet's got more outs on him than Miss Congeniality. <laughs> Smiling Chet Johnson. Yeah. Oh, if Chet had a rodeo, if if you got free admission, if you've banged Chet Johnson, you could have a oh, really nice yeah. crowd. <laughs> I don't even think Chet likes riding Bronx. <laughs> One year, one year, it was in Santa Fe, and Kirsten had her camper parked next to mine. And I'm, I'm in bed, and I kept feeling like the camper, like, moving while I'm, and I can hear people talking. And I go out there, and I look, and she's just sitting in her doorway. And then there's Chet and, uh, God, who else was it? Um, anyway, a couple other guys, and they're 
they're leaning on my camper, right? They're just sitting there having a beer or whatever. But old Chet, he tried and tried and tried. And, uh, yeah. Wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> that could be an announcement of the rodeos. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to have a date with Chet Johnson, please meet me at the nacho cart. I don't think he's really into dating. Mating. Yeah, I said mating. mating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. Nailed well. That. Back to it. Oh, it was Tyler Corrington because he ended up coming to my camper. He's like, I can't watch this anymore. So he, went, <laughs> he came and slept in my camper. <laughs> He's a rodeo coach now. Yeah. Did you know that? Hot, hot wife. Isn't he? He's another yeah, broke rider. I think he is. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, uh, no no girl shows up to the rodeo going, God, these jams are so good. I want to go do the sound guy. I can believe that. You know? <laughs> Especially. But once they, they meet. Once they meet me, it's like, oh. It's like, yeah, I knew exactly I didn't need this. But honestly, though. <laughs> Pickup men are, you know, right in the middle of the arena, mm-hmm. riding awesome horses. If we are talking about your guys' love triangle, I will say that as pickup men, chicks dig pickup men. Oh, yeah. You ride up, you stand by the fence. You always find, you got, yeah, you post up by the hot, you got to find the hotties on the fence and post Little up. Little crowd scanning goes on. Yeah. But that's where it ends. That's where the grand entry is the best part of the rodeo for us. Uh, but it ends there because as soon as the rodeo's over, they're gone. You're they back to work. To no, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're not going to want to come feed. hang out on the feed wagon. If you're a bronc rider, you go to the beer tent. But not as not, not as pickup men. Nope. Well, you know, honestly, pickup men, I, I agree with this. The pickup men have the probably one of the shittier jobs. I mean, it's cool when you're in the arena and you're picking up bucking horses and it's cool. But, like, the actual part of... You know paid. what? No, it, it's the most underpaid position by far. It, it paid, should pay. You gotta go feed. I mean, you don't just show up with your horses, Sorting, throw a saddle on, string and go pick stuff. up. Yeah, we're feeding in the. I mean, we're feeding calves and bulls, horses in the morning. Nonstop go, sorting. Go feed or yeah, go sort that afternoon. Get done with the rodeo that like last night's a full perf and I don't know eight inches of mud, ten inches of mud. Yeah, it was deep and. Slack till one. Get your horses. Slack till one thirty. Get done feeding about I don't know, probably two. Yeah. By Ugh. that time, every, the rest of the crew's got most of them fed, and you gotta get your stuff is still fed. I don't know that it's the worst job. I, I'm just positive it is the worst paying job. That's what that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I it's think, a great. Yeah, job. I think it's one of the best jobs because labor of love. I wanted to be, and I've said it on here before. I wanted I wanted to be a picket man so bad. I wanted I you know. Yeah. Scott McClain was my hero. Yeah. You know, well, that guy was so cowboy, man. He's he everybody's be, hero. He ta- I mean, that guy could go he taught me and so pick much. up on stuff that I couldn't catch in the morning, and then he would step off of them, fight bulls, get back on that prick, and just go rope bulls on him and drag him out, step back off of him and fight on him in his shin guards and boots again. Yeah, the, the, the one of the funniest things I've ever seen was at Casper and, and Chase Servey is telling him, you know, about this bull because Scott, he's getting mad. We're young. Chase was real young, like 13, ah, 14. And uh, he was, Scott was calling this bull just a piece of shit, you know, and Chase is getting mad. Well, you couldn't ride him. Guess what we did? Rolled that muley into the chutes. Scott took a flank rope. They flanked him, and he took another flank rope for a bull rope, and he rode that sucker around the arena. And then stepped off, cussed Chase, and then we went yeah. back to sorting. <laughs> but that was Scott. That's awesome. But, yeah, but that, he that taught awesome. me so much stuff because he was cowboy. Yeah. You know, he just and taught. And a lot of people I never got along with Scott because they thought he was so gruff and whatever. But I he got along quiet. great with yeah. Scott. Yeah. Uh, Scott. So, like, he not, treated me nothing but good, especially when I was a young kid and we were picking up together. Like, he treated – he still treats me 
so good up to this day. I, and he's now he's got to know it, me, and he still treats me good. I so got to tell you, though. He, I, I, I was one he of those. He's just lying to you. Never, never punch in the shoulder. God, he used to punch me so hard in the shoulder. He, he, he is mitts. gross, though. Oh, man. I, the, and, that uh, is the toughest, like, wiry person that I've ever met in my life. His got bear paws, mm-hmm. and his fingers are only that freaking long. But, I mean, they're twice as big as mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, God, and the stories, because back when he did drink, you know, because my whole life, he never. I Actually, yeah. I saw him drink one beer my whole life, and he I don't know what, drink. I don't can't remember what happened a dare or something anyway but uh but yeah he and that was a lot of it too he didn't go you know the to the beer he never did. joint with the boys and and because and you know, i think he that's why everybody didn't like him is that he really wasn't a sociable person no i and never I see him that, smile yeah. yeah exactly and you know and i think that's why a lot of people just didn't like him but if you get to know scott like he is one of the best people in the world i think mm-hmm. but 100 he when he was rodeo and when i first got to know him like, I thought he was such an asshole mm-hmm. because uh-huh. I walked up to him one day. You're not the only one. <laughs> being a stock contractor kid, I walked up, you know, I'm there clowning, and, and I said, hey, you need some help sorting? He said, did I ask for your help? <laughs> like, That's Scott right, right there. Well, the, the funny thing Dumbass. was, yeah, in, the world of, in the world of fancy trailers and roof air conditioners, oh, man. when he rodeoed in that oh, single the, axle the blue Volvo. Demon. Well, well, he had that twin screw blue Volvo, yeah, and he had that window air conditioner that he stuck in the back of that sleeper, and he had his braces and everything. He welded onto the outside of it, man. He would. I remember at Houston and looking at these drinks that that Scott or Ty's drinking. He would take two or three of like those cran apple juices or whatever every day. I think he had a pallet of them by then because that was his breakfast, and then he would. And at Denver, I remember he would wear. Last night's pickup shirt, they would just put another pickup shirt over it. Mm-hmm. That's like a layer of warmth. <laughs> and he'd shower every other day at, he at, at, at Houston. You'd see him, he'd be wearing three shirts at one time. Yeah. Like, that's no lie. Like, I seen it in Estes Park, yeah. for, or not, at uh, Castle Rock. And it was kind of like raining and mm-hmm. it was just a little chilly, chilly, you know, in August or whatever in the mountains there. And he just. All of a sudden, he's gone from the rodeo. He comes back. He's wearing three shirts. He's not a, got a coat on, but he's got three different shirts on. We beat him. We started at Houston one time back when I was just my old dirt dauber days, and he uh, we decided to get there before he got there because he was always – you never beat Scott to First the one there last week. Yeah, exactly. So we fed it like – I don't know. We would feed it 8. So the next morning it was 7.30, and then he got pissed. And so he the next morning he's there at 7.00. And then we'd get there the next morning, you know, and then we're like, okay, this is getting stupid because <laughs> we want to go drink beer. We'll just, yeah, we'll just let Scott go. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but anyway. But, but that's but, the, you know, that era of pickup men or the, that generation, they were all hard asses. Yeah. I mean. But you think about Dalton's that. Dad, back, for example. Back in them days, them guys, I mean, truly, they were so much more part of the crew. Like, the yeah. crews were so much smaller back then. Mm-hmm. So and much the pickup di- differently ran. had to work that much harder. Depends truly, on what truthfully. company you're talking about. Well, there's still some skeleton crews out there. Yeah. yeah. But, anyway, the Vold crew, we've got a great crew. Yep. And we have got a lot of crew. And our boss, she's she's not afraid to hire some people. That she's the tits. Easier. Yeah, she's the best oh, part of the Oh, man. Crew. Well. So, how many guys? <laughs> how many? Besides myself. <laughs> yeah. Me yeah. aside. Yeah. You know, she, uh, she, everybody did a great job, especially me. Well, I guess she <laughs> kind of turns fiery when you yell at a judge in an arena. But, but I got to give a shout-out, though, to Kirsten. And she's been on Rub Chat once, and 
She used to wear high high waisted Rockies, but you you know from going to so many different rodeo companies, the Vold crew is it's a good crew. Everybody gets mm-hmm. along. There's yeah. not screaming and yelling. Everything kind of clicks off. No drama. No. No drama. No. Yeah. Because it, why? And, and if you and I mean if we do like get after each other, we're friends in five. Twenty minutes. minutes like yeah. get over it. I mean, walk this is, away. This is nobody's bread and butter job at this point. You know, that's kind of the crew she hires is that everybody's got an outside job. And so if you're going to be mad, you're just not going to be here. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the greatest part about our crew is that we can just, we can say, you need to knock shit off and then turn around, you're best friends. Mm-hmm. You sure can't wear your feelings on your sleeve. And I think that's the way it should be with the crew. Absolutely. You know, well, if you're not getting razzed, otherwise you you're just miserable. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just miserable. And we don't rodeo to get rich. Yeah. I mean, some people do like rum, but yeah, well, we, you know, Hey, <laughs> you know, and, and the funny thing is, you know, being a fat guy now, but you know, I picked up and, uh, when I, I picked up Tucson and Austin one year for uncle Benny and, uh, yeah, it sucked. Like by the time you pay to have your horses shod and that You're was not going to do it yourself. That was back when fuel only cost two dollars and fifty cents a yeah. gallon. Yeah. But like now in today's age, you get you, how many horses did you guys each bring to an eight perf rodeo? We brought six. Yeah, all six. So you got twelve horses, you know, shoeing, feed, but feed five dollar diesel. Feed them all winter. Yeah, I started to say summer's run. not bad to feed them. It's the yeah. winter when yeah. they're standing there eating, not making any money. And that that doesn't even count like what it costs to buy one. Or if you buy a colt or, or make one. Yeah. I mean. Well, and that's the thing. You know, like Ty and I have talked a million times. By the time you put a price on a horse of ours that we've got so much time and effort in, pickup men are not going to buy this horse for the amount of money we need out of them. to. Yeah, somebody asked themselves. me the other day what a good pickup horse was worth. And I said, you know, really whatever you can get for him from someone who's not a pickup man. Because pickup man can't afford the horses that that you need you got to make them well exactly there are some pickup men that really really suck that will buy expensive horses we've i remember at the cody night rodeo that happened all the time like there'd be these rich dudes they'd want to pick up and then everybody would sell them horses for just a stupid amount of money and these guys sucked so bad well in the background we got a horse Golly. Not sure what's going on. Uh, I've never been so happy Jim? to be on Rump Chat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're stuck here. Looks Jim, like, sorry. yeah, it looks uh, Mr. Kenny's stringing his stock there. But that's what I love. I I wanted this out here, you know, because that's a I like I, I I'm going to say this, but don't don't take it too extreme, you assholes. But <laughs> I do kind of miss that part. Oh, yeah. You know, it was fun. You know, when when everybody when the crew was good. The it was a lot of fun be because outstanding. You, like I told Ty the other night, we were sitting around having some drinks after the rodeo, and we were having fun. And I said, "Out there in that arena is what brought us, but this is why we're here." Right? Yeah. It, it, you know, having a beer and stringing hay is completely fine. You know, it, when you don't, oh no, we can't do that. You know, wait till you're. No, but when on. you're doing stuff with your friends. It's not work. I don't care what you're doing. If you're putting posts in the ground, if you're having fun with your friends, it's not work. Exactly. Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, something happened here. We've got a gate open, and now we've got horses mixed. Championship slash Frontier Rodeo is uh, oh. not happy. Willow Carlos right. is through so something. You and I, we need to look at yeah. Josh and yeah. Rump. And you we guys are busy. Yep. Here. This is wrong. funny. 
So, um, right, hey, let's. I want to get into some talking about legends, and I hate when that word gets thrown around lightly. But this guy isn't, but your dad. Yeah. Uh, I remember when I was a little kid at Omaha at the old Exarbon, and he at was picking up for Mike. Picante? No, 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 oh, no, no. This is old. Then. This is the old building in the middle of town, oh, okay. like off 72nd Street. Anyway, before that building was even conceived, I was. I mean, I'm talking. I'm like 10 or 12. And, How old uh, are you? I'm 39. Yeah, see, I'd have been three. I don't remember. Well, but what I'm saying, you weren't around because this was in September. You'd been in school probably. But anyway, your dad was was the nicest because I had never met him, mm-hmm. you know, and he was there with Scott, and he was the nicest guy to me. You know, I'd, I'd lead his horse out and stuff like that and cool him out, which is the biggest thing ever mm-hmm. for me as a kid was to cool out the pickup man's horses. Like, that was a big job. And and so I, your dad's always been – and yeah. he and and that, now it's and great that, the stories Dad had with him. so many friends that um, and he was a lot like Harry in the in the sense that my dad could remember your name, know why he knows you, and where you're from, knows your family. Like he was just good about that kind of stuff. And and like I said, he was just he wanted to be anybody's friend. So well, he worked for Harry forever. first time I met him. Yeah, a very but that was a little different. Billy. That was well, a little let's different. Hear it. Very different story about Billy. <laughs> Yeah, Billy Ward was there. mean to you? Oh my gosh. I'm talking about the best ass chewing that I can remember from a pickup man, which I wasn't entered or anything like that. But I first went to work for Harry. We were in Santa Fe. And man, I'm greener than First the day. Very first day. First rodeo on the first job. day. <laughs> so we sort timed events and we're taking them back down. And uh, I look at the list and it's calf roping, team roping, bulldogging. I take him back. Bulldogging. Team roping, calf roping is how they're supposed to go. But I took them by the list, so they're all loaded backwards. And Billy loses his shit, man. I'll never forget it. I don't know if he remembers it. but I don't know either. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty good one. I, pretty good one. I remember you enlightening him back at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you say when he was chewing your ass? What do you say to Billy Ward when you're a 19-year-old kid? Nothing. When Billy Ward says anything to you and he's mad, you just say, okay. I didn't even say that. I just struck a lope to the other end to fix it. (laughs) Could you imagine, though, uh, that's why Dalton's so tough, because when Billy Ward is spanking you when you mess up as a child. With a half tree. I can truly say my dad never spanked me, but he did black my eye once. (laughs) Really? Like lately? And then he hit me with a pitchfork not long after. (laughs) That was last month. What'd you do? (laughs) About two years ago. Christmas dinner. We were uh, Christmas. <laughs> we were both drunk and we were fighting over a black lab dog that wasn't even ours. <laughs> you should listen better. Uh, uh, let's hear. I want to hear more about um, him and Jerry Camp. You know, they had Chapter Eleven uh, Rodeo Company. Is, yeah, is Jerry called it. Uh, what was the you know, Broken Arrow? What we have got to get. We have got to get Jerry on it. It'd be great we to get do. Jerry and Bill R on. Yeah. Oh my God! But Jerry, we've talked about Jerry. I'm all really the time. sad that that pair split up i mean that was those two those two together they just didn't get any better mm-hmm. i promise you man they get rolling they get a 12 pack of beer each in them at about two hours after the perf and i mean just rolling <laughs> oh man they're funny well jerry's sleeping and i mean just anything that guy does is hilarious yeah. yes yes God. but what <laughs> if i knew i'd stop <laughs> yeah Jerry should. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry should. Terrible. Oh, my little brother God, one for, time. Forever. Oh. We were sitting in the, we were in Casper, and uh, 
<laughs> Jerry always ordered coffee and an ice glass of water. And he would take a spoon and put some ice water in his coffee. And he just shook like a son of a bitch the whole time, like a dog shitting razor blades the whole way over. And, I mean, if he had two drops left in the spoon time, he got it across. But my little brother, I, he couldn't have been six, seven years old. He was a witty little shit. And he goes, Jerry, why do you shake so bad? He says, well, goddamn, if I knew, I'd stop. <laughs> he, he taught my little brother some dirty stuff. Oh, God. We were in Odessa, and uh, they uh, had Ash Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And all these people. All you Catholics out there. All these Catholics had this cross on their head. And Denton goes to Jerry says, Jerry, you're Catholic. What does that mean? He goes, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. You don't give me some of Peter or us. <laughs> <laughs> what he used to say, the sign of the cross, spectacles, testicles, wallets, and watch. Pipe and tobacco. Pipe and tobacco, that's it. <laughs> oh, Jerry. I'm telling people, like the listeners uh, out there, this guy, um, he was really, there was a local guy, Dustin Sheldon, who gave me the name Hambone. We were roping one night, it came out, I was counting pork Anyway. But the guy who really made it stick was was Jerry, because once he got a hold of it, and no service had this little over at Sydney, and I, I think I've told this story, a little fat piece of crap bull, and he called it skulls for handbone. He told Hadley, and then Hadley said it, and then everybody in town <laughs> called me from then on. Yeah. You know, it was it was Jerry. I used to pester the shit out of him. We'd go steal it. We'd be like 15, 16 years old, and we. He goes, ah, and next morning he goes, all right, you little assholes. <laughs> Got to go fig- fill my beer cooler. What do you mean, Jerry? I heard you assholes out there. <laughs> <laughs> Getting his, we'd steal all this natural light that yep. he would drink. He drank natural light. That, yeah. At that point in time, he did. I guess that's kind of the he beer drank of the... He drank a lot of natural light. By Natty Light's like a lot of them back in the day. I remember just like we'd come from the hotel and Dad would say, we need to stop and buy a beer, and that's what he'd buy. And I'm like. Okay, whatever. Even at 12 years old, I thought it tasted like shit. <laughs> I know. I know. Natural Light beer may be the official beer of the PRCA pickup, man, because it's what they can afford. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's damn sure the, the, the beer of, of the Boot Heel Rodeo. Natural that's for sure. Li- yeah. I, yeah. I can't even. Yeah. I, you remember Natty. when they tried to blow you used to dr- You drank Natter Days for that's a, a week beer, straight. Though. That's a different beer. Yeah, that's a different that's beer. That's a seltzery that's a walk down. Yeah, but you puked around that <laughs> night for Oh, yeah. Court <coughs> Shear drank uh, those Natter Days at Wade's Bronx School last year, and they do something different to him because he slept on uh, his horse shit and pads in the back of his trailer till <laughs> what time, Will? Like five? Until we had to wake him up for the Bronx match. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think he's allergic to them. Uh, you know, did you ever Courtney. think when you were riding Bronx and, you know, Handing out hundred dollar bills at world's toughest rodeos and and doing all that. Did you ever think that eventually that you'd be working, you know, some of these prestigious rodeos such as Prescott? I never really thought I. How did that happen? Because one minute you're riding Bronx, the next minute you're picking up, and everyone's like, "What the hell?" I never really thought I'd live past twenty five. So this is all a surprise to me. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. Well, no, uh, I mean, we all knew you back when you were 19. Yeah, it? exactly. But, no, I, you know, I always wanted to be a pickup man. Even when I started riding Bronx, I knew that picking up's what I wanted to do. It just, I don't know. It's it's the coolest thing, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, just the animal manipulation, getting to know them, and still, still being a part of it. It's just, it's everything. I think that's one part of rodeo where a lot of contestants have trouble. And I, I don't know if we've talked about it on here, but, you know, 
when you devote your life to rodeo from the time you're a kid to the time that, you know, you are making the finals, when when the rodeo gets over, when you're done riding, a lot of – or roping or whatever, man, there's a lot of contestants that don't know what to do. Absolutely. And, and, you know, everybody's like, well, you know, handle your money and this and that, which is you got to do that in, in no matter what job. But it seems like some of these guys just kind of go crazy. A Absolutely. Little, and I, I don't mean that. No, bro. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't know what to do. They yeah, they still want to be purpose. involved. Yeah. But, like, what do you do when, when from the time you're little to the, the time you're – whenever you, a bronc rider retires, it just kind of pins, you know, bronc Rumford, <laughs> Benny uh, Butler's yeah. helper. Yeah. But my dad yeah. my dad loves rodeo. And so, like, he he's more than happy to go run the neck rope and do yeah. that because there's, there's something addictive about the lifestyle. Big time. You know, I think I think a lot of it has to do with the people. Um, that are involved. I don't think you can go anywhere in the world in any facet and truly find more like-minded and well-rounded individuals than you can rodeo. And if you stick around, man, that's, you know, you want to be around those people. Fred Dornkamp said it's worse than drugs and alcohol. Just can't give it up. Yep. I don't, there's so many people that can't. I mean, like, there's so many that should. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm probably both. (laughs) I should have never started. But yeah, but you you didn't have a choice. Like Dalton, you you grew up in the game. You were in the wow. you were in the the hot seat. What's funny is I never wanted to be a pickup man for a living. I when I was growing up, you like saw he, it. I Harry put me in the youth rodeo at Odessa when I was twelve, picking up, and I just it back was, when you were only six foot fun. three when you were twelve. Yeah, two fifty. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know I. I didn't want to do it for a living. I, I wanted, you know, two, three horses and go to this weekend deal, amateur deal here, and one amateur deal over there. You better shut me off. I need to yell at my dog. Go for it. <laughs> hey! Out! Get out! Get out! That's actually Will he's talking to. Uh, Get to the house! Uh, sorry. There uh, we go. Shut our ears off. So uh, at twelve years old, and I, uh, I, I really wish. <laughs> that was actually that was actually Dalton's wife. <laughs> <laughs> get the house down. <laughs> Made me get the hose. It's all up on Facebook. Get back in the house. Don't go help Jim Kenny. College girl. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, um, so at twelve years old, how cool is that though? Looking back, like Harry Vold, and I wish I could have known Harry better. I, I didn't wasn't Man, around I Harry much, Harry. but Harry Vold. Told you to pick up a rodeo at 12. You yep. know how cool well, he that went is? To dad. Well, we had that youth rodeo, and uh, I was 12 there. And, you know, back then, I don't know if it still is. We don't go to Odessa anymore. But, you know, you'd rodeo for three four days, and you'd take two, three days off. And they'd have this youth rodeo, and then they'd bring in all these busloads of kids to come watch it. And Harry says, Bill, I believe that boy's old enough to go help you in there. And Dad put me on his best horse, chaps, and shin guards, and away we went. And the first horse I ever picked up, I got to cut off Paul Peterson and Billy Ward. Not <laughs> <laughs> a boy. <laughs> Couldn't have it two better. There's another guy, Paul uh, Peterson. Was we talked about Paul. Was it Paul. awesome? Oh, it was a blast. I had, so, I had so much fun. It was fast. You know, it's like anything else the first time. I mean, you don't remember much, but it was And fast. you don't know how bad you're messing up no, when yeah, you sure. start. So it's all it's You know, all and I mean, basically, like I said, Dad put me on his automatic horse, so I basically just dropped the reins, and he just went to him. I wasn't pulling up. And Dad's hollering at me, back off, back off. Paul's like, come on, come on. <laughs> the first, road, I, I, first guy I ever picked up off a of Bronx, Wade Sundell. It's my claim to fame. 
and the, and the pickup world. That's that impressive that yeah. anybody gets to pick up. Well, yeah. the that he made the is, whistle. Yeah. Well, that's the funny. This saying. is it was, like not that he got bucked off. Yeah. It's just that he gets out. It was a high school rodeo. And I was just yeah. Well, no. The funny thing is, I'm on my brother's like old calf horse. And Mike Flattery, he's a great guy uh, in Iowa, was picked up a long time. The funny thing is, Mike was not, was not, was not uh, hazing the horse. He was whipping my horse in the ass to keep him going because, you know, I lock up. I quit, yeah, I quit riding, right? Forgot you know? to breathe. And then, you know, and Wade is over and under in this bronc. And, and we're in a showground, Waterloo, Iowa. You're basically turning in a circle. Congress? Yeah, in a circle. And Wade, come on, him oh yeah! And he's over and under, and I'm going, oh, and he, and I grabbed that rein, quit riding, and it, you just really can't pull a bronc to you. Well, <laughs> Dalton can. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, maybe you can, but eight arms. Anyway, that's um, it's that that was the the last rodeo I picked up, but I used to help. I, I like to help rope out, boy. I used to do that Sydney with yeah. Scott, and he let me on. He had that blue stud. Oh yeah. And he let me on him That's been because that was yeah, probably the safest horse to put me on because he wasn't going to yeah. get let anything get close to him. Mm-hmm. And I remember they they fought a bull and one time and I go to rope this bull and Jerry is yelling from the back of the chutes for me to stay back. I remember you shagging bulls in Sydney. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah, I, I hadn't to, thought about that in a long time. It was uh, it was a lot of fun and because the girls would see and your hometown and my yeah. hometown come on girls I'll be at the bar later and then Chuck right. Holloway Jess is puffed out farther oh, my belly yeah this is my this one, this one yeah no this He's one a even, stud. I wasn't so even old I. I'm talking I was like like 16 and uh, uh, Chuck Holloway had uh, that old bronc of Harry's U-turn oh yeah and um, you could click your left uh, spur in his shoulder and he would bow, bow. Shit. Yeah, I got it you. was all over but the crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Won't need these little things. <laughs> That's another guy, Chuck Holloway. Yeah. yeah. That was, man, that guy could do such cool stuff. I mean, just the most, I think he was the most talented person I've ever been around when it come to a horse and a mm-hmm. rope, truly. Yeah, horse and a rope. And both hands. Yep. Like, he get like he was naturally left-handed, and he'd get tired of roping left-handed and Cheyenne. He'd just start roping right-handed just because he was bored. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he didn't miss. And, and and get something from the sail barn that morning and yeah. pick up Cheyenne. Yeah, on or he'd one and run off guiding. in the rookie Bronx, and he'd go get him in the backs. Don't let him out yet. And he'd go get his saddle, and he'd just turn him out and go get on him. And he'd pick up the – or he'd send wild horses across with him. Like, he was just unbelievable stupid talent. Like, show up during the national anthem, unload a horse with a halter on him, yeah. put a saddle on with no pad. Houston. Yep. Houston. Picked up the entire perf on him because he thought it was a. It started a day later. And he was picking up with Dwayne Gilbert. Thought it started a day later, and they're calling him, Chuck, where you at? And he goes, well, I'm coming. And they're like, it doesn't start till tomorrow. No, it starts in 30 minutes. He goes, well, I'll be there in 40. Unloads his horses. Leads them down, puts the saddle on, no pad, leads them down, pitches his other horses, rides into the bareback ride. Halter. I never knew that. Yep. Straight in the arena. Yep. Does the wow. whole perfect one horse. No shops, no shin guards. Yeah. yeah. You had to be tough. But he to could be get them out. Yeah, yeah, you had could to get to be tough to be horse. But I, the coolest thing I think I ever saw Chuck do was at Cheyenne, and I'm a little kid, and he is riding this hunk of shit. I mean, this summage can't run. He don't steer. He's getting out running the bareback riding. And left-handed reaches across himself and picks up the flank with his rope and trips it. It was the coolest shit. I've, I've wow. tried it. I don't even, I can't even get close. 
Like, it is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Didn't he jump the camera pit, too? Oh, multiple times. Billy Ward did one time, too, but his horse fell down. (laughs) That was an accident, though, wasn't it? His horse fell down, and Dad fell off. He gets up like... So, for those of you... um, and we forget we get telling stories that some people may not know. So at Cheyenne, you know, it's on a track, and there's a sh- shorter fence, and there's a little, like, by the camera pit, and there's just this spot that, There's a gap about yeah, maybe, maybe a foot and a half. That something will inevitably jump out yeah. every once in a while, and, and, and Chuck just over and under his horse, and up and over he goes, and goes and gathers that, and it... That just, but that people remember that shit, you know. And oh, and he, the war bridles. Remember the war yeah, bridles? Yeah, and, and the thing about Chuck, it's a leather strap and horses all look effortless. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just like an extension of his body. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Every, anything he was doing, just the, just his horses. And I'm telling you, he he picked up on stuff. Like I'm not bullshitting you. He would go and get one out of the rookie riding, and he'd send wild horses across with him that same day, and get along, and not make it look like a wreck. And probably take more of them than anybody else. Well, and get him to ride up back up to the buck and shoots, get the second one, and go back across. He was just stupid talented. I, I can't tell you any stories about his horsemanship, but uh, one one time <laughs> I saw There's him. a lot of other stories you <laughs> say about Chuck. I thought we were going to avoid these. No. Chuck <laughs> I was thinking we were just thinking he was a big cowboy. Yeah. Uh, we all need the coolest thing. And Chuck, that, oh, yeah, Chuck also, all that shit we just said, everybody, he did that while inebriated. And uh, high. <laughs> Chuck. Amongst other things, filled his boot full of beer. He took his boot off and filled it full of beer and drank his whole boot full of beer in like three swallows. And I remember going, that's pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> and for you to say gross. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. he took his boot off. I mean, off. we're talking with like you as the college pizza. Yeah. I mean, oh. gross. <laughs> Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, oh, I also see him at Ricky the Red Streaks uh, when I got in on a fake ID years ago. He drank a beer out of – Chuck liked to f- fill his uh, hat full of beer. Did you ever see him do that? I did. The hat beer? I'm born. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Chuck is like a mythical creature. He is. Yeah. I, I, he, he curled up. Like a unicorn. He uh, stayed at our uh, my parents' place, you know, a few times when he was picking up at Sydney, and he would uh, – there was multiple times you'd look in there – and he'd have his shirt off, but his pants on, and his um, and his boots on, and everything at the end of the bed. And he just laid back. He's just he's out. But that's that's what's funny. Do you need a break? Do we need a? Yeah, let's take a gold buckle beer break. All right. Well, um, but yeah, Chuck. What a. We could have a whole what? segment yeah, on Chuck yeah. Holloway stories. But like being a kid, and I, I when I Chuck was around, I really didn't know him being on the stuff or whatever. He was just a cool individual. Mm-hmm. Like, and growing it, up, yeah, exactly. he was he was just somebody you look up to. Larger than life. I, I'm, I'm with you. And as a horseman, I mean, just unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, we'll uh, we'll be right back. We're going to take a beer break, maybe, if this plays. I don't know if I'm connected. Anyway, we'll be right back. Well, I'm on a these empties, Lord, as soon as I find where they lay, tied off them jolly and leaving mines on a long, hot summer day. And for every day I'm working on the Illinois River, get a half a day off with pay. Oh, Tobo picking up barges. 
He was just a hometown cowboy, his belly kind of fat. Yup. Acme boots upon his feet and a big U roll it hat. <laughs> he was entered in the bull riding and he did it on a dare to please his little sweetheart with the long blonde hair. Yeah, she did have blonde yes, hair. She did. She did. <laughs> Hold on, now listen. To prove he was no coward to the girl he loved. His bull was standing in the shoot, his girl was in the stands. Awaiting to hear the name of her brave young man. The love triangle song. <laughs> this is when it gets real. This, be our song. this is our song. Of that big old Brammer bull. And one of the veteran cowboys came and gave his robe a pull. Someone said, Are you ready, boy? He said, I guess I am. Oh, well, a bull jumped out and turned back. Flung him to the sand. Well, a blonde-haired girl had watched it all, and she wasn't too impressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. she started to looking around for a real man from the west. <coughs> <coughs> she looked around the arena, and standing by the fence was a tall cowboy with a big black hat and tight-fitting Levi pants. <laughs> I wear Wranglers. Well, it was and herpes. He rode them quite consistently, so his pockets were always full. Yeah, no, now, see, now yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Hold on. And he saw that pretty this is the love triangle song. She was watching him. Nope, now it's getting interesting. Meanwhile, that hometown cowboy, he was back behind the That's sheets, you, Hambo. Getting a beer. Dobbing blood off his nose For her. and dumping sand For her. his boots. He got himself together, wiped some manure off his shirt. He knew his girl would soothe him, cause he was darn sure hurt. <laughs> well, he saw his blonde-haired girlfriend as he rounded the main grandstand. And his poor heart sank as he saw her, leaving with another man. Yep, it did. So boys, if you don't rodeo, leave well enough alone. And don't take your girl to the pitching, cause you may yeah, have to go home with Ty Atchison. <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> that's our song, bro. Yeah. What a good song to yeah. come back to. What a good memory to go back to for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, <laughs> I miss them old rodeo songs like that. We watched Junior Bonner in here, the 50th anniversary yeah. of J.R. Bonner being filmed here. And, you know, I, I wish I could have rodeoed back in the seven, late 60s, early 70s, put your shafts on two prime. hours prior to the perf. Can you imagine working for Harry back in the 70s and 80s, like back in the prime when he was winning stock contractor the year I, 11 times? And I want going to Going from Pueblo, Colorado to Pendleton, Oregon. 50 saddle horses. All the way back down. Yeah. Oh, man. That Harry Vold rodeoed. Yes, sir. Oh, he I loved mean, it. hard. You well, know, the, one the, of the best compliments, sorry to interrupt, one of the right. best compliments I ever got from anyone was Harry Bold. And I'm not real sure that it was a compliment. He, uh, he was talking about Dalton and I. Well, it wasn't an insult. Yeah, exactly. But uh, he's sitting here and he said, well, you know, you boys don't do bad. He said, I'm not real sure I know what good is, but I do know what bad is. And you two together ain't bad. That's good. I, I mean, don't know. That, is that a compliment? I <laughs> took was, it as one. He was good at he, that. Yeah. Because I, I got one of those here. First year I did it, and I think I've told this story. But anyway, he, he's on his golf cart driving around, and it was middle of the day and not much going on, and I'm outside my camper, and 
he pulls up and stops and we talk about Sydney because he went there a couple times when him and Mike were all were together for talking about rodeo and they went they did like eight, seventy rodeos that year between with when they were but both that was together back when there was twelve stock on correct correct today. anyway he goes you know the way you have the sound here is the way to do it put it on one side and fill the arena and I'm like wow this is awesome I'm a legendary rodeo like Prescott Harry Vol just gave me a compliment. And I'm like in my head, and he's sitting there, and he taps his cane, and then he goes, but you know, there's no better music than an old brass band. <laughs> Harry hates that new, hated no, that yeah. new music. That brass band, that was, that that's was Harry. For when I, and, until I'm not here anymore, I will always play Barnum & Bailey's favorite yeah. Yeah. The, for, for the, the grand, grand entry because that was his song, and it's just kind of, yeah. and that kind of fits here. It's kind of that old school feel, yeah. you know. It, it is. this, Especially uh, over the fourth on the afternoon, yeah. you know, and we're bucking horses, and it's hot, and it's uh, kind of dusty. You can and, feel it. Yeah, you just, yeah. it just feels different. Like, kind of got chills talking about uh, it, to be honest with you. But. I, I've said for a long time, there's not a better feeling than rodeoing with sunglasses on. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. You know. Unless it's a shitty, like, short round perf at a college rodeo. But, like, <laughs> but like start early, quit early. Afternoon perfs that kick ass. Red Bluff, California. Prescott, Arizona. Tucson, Arizona. Uh, well, back when I first started for Harry when I was 18 and we went to Cheyenne. And that oh, first Cheyenne, year. Yeah. And it was wild back then. And, I mean, we had fun. And you're rodeoing in your sunglasses, and I was 18, and mm-hmm. I got to be careful. My wife is probably going to listen to this later. Doesn't but. matter. It's <laughs> way before her. Doesn't matter. She might not. I might feel something on here. I'm showing her. girls I what it's like to be with well, someone. I'm going from the to West. Dulce next week. Let's not talk about that. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to eat. I know. She's a great cook. She is. Great Look cook. at me. Yeah. But so the, those afternoon perps in Cheyenne, I only went to one. Yeah. They're awesome. I love. And it was pretty badass. Man, and like you take them wild horses across that track, and I mean, it when you're special. an 18 year old kid, and that's your first pro rodeo. And I was so nervous, and I asked Josh Edwards, I said, what do I do? I mean, you know, got any last-minute advice? He says, just close your eyes. I'm like, okay. And then I go to Dan Etbar, and I said, what do I do? He says, keep your eyes open and just do it like you ever will. I'm like, oh. Was that not the most? slit eyes? (laughs) Was that not the most, like? scary thing ever to ride in that arena in Cheyenne. No, it was the most where everybody's awesome like, thing I've ever up. done in my life. Really? Well, and so like, I was nervous because it was my first pro rodeo and I had a lot of time to think about it and I was helping my granddad with the parade horses before then and so we're riding around the arena and all I'm doing is thinking about it for two weeks. And Bill Larson's back there right before we ride out and I said, Bill, I'm nervous. And he said, it's like picking up in any other arena you're going to go to. You just leave earlier. And that was the first bareback horse picked up, that was exactly how it was. And the help you got there. Yeah, you bad. got six guys, or five other guys. Yeah, yeah. So, that's I mean, you got good help. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and it's fun, you know, with six guys. We we rag on each other and have more fun over there. It's great. Who's who's uh, who picks up there now? Uh, right now we got, well, as far as I know, um, Sean Tutal Calhoun, Jason Bottoms, Tommy Pettit, uh, Josh Edwards, and Dwayne Gilbert and myself. That's Dwayne. a pretty good Dwayne, group. Dwayne was another great guy that, that I learned a lot Dwayne from. Gilbert? Dwayne's a great Yeah, he just picked up guy. the college You want to talk about somebody that's just funny to be around. Yeah, just, he's his awesome. His one-liner comments just are. Yeah, he did a wonderful job at the college finals. I, I can't imagine how much work that is and stressful because so many of them kids – 
are not talented enough yeah. to get up, you know. Well, and not only that, but, I mean, that first day there, you ride eight head of horses and you wear them out picking yeah. up 90 head of bucking horses that first Sunday there. That's uh, a lot. Him and Tutal did a great job. Yeah. I mean, for Cheyenne, that is a good group of people. And also Pendleton. Pendleton is now, the Pendleton. most fun I've ever had picking up in my life. And them other guys are all about that grass, you know, it's scary and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, it is. But that's Pendleton. That's part of it. Everything is wild about Pendleton. Everything is dangerous at Pendleton. You could get knocked out on a horse. You could get knocked out at Max Bar. My favorite is the PVC turnback pin. Yeah. But don't they put one, one pickup man gets to be inside the fence, right? Two. Two, yep. and then the rest are on the outside because the yep. fence Back up. the fence across the track is I'm I could jump it. Let's put it that way. And it's PVC. No, it? I'm talking about like in front of the stands. Oh yeah. And it's so if a bull gets out, which they have, I don't know if you remember when I got broken spoke of four star rodeos to go through the fence with the barrel and then hook the guy that broke his arm, then he tried to fight me later that <laughs> night because he thought I did it on purpose. <laughs> Joke's on you, suck I did, bitch. <laughs> Broke-ass arm. <laughs> yeah, he tried to fight me with a broken arm, but the I, I, I watched the picking up at at Pendleton, and it just it it bothers me. It's cowboy. It's so, scary when they're hauling ass across that grass, especially like last year when it rained. Yeah. Oh, wet grass. That Let's wet buck grass some horses. Sucks, but I'll tell you, it's so, like, Cheyenne was always the biggest arena I always picked up in. And if you got outrun going lengthways, there's corners on both ends of it that you could catch up on. You know what I'm saying? You could kind of cut You got to run them down. In Pendleton, yeah. there's no corners. Like, you have to run. And when you're running, you are running question on that when you're when you're going to pick up at Pendleton do you ever notice the large group of intoxicated cowboys laying in the grass I in the got arena? a great story about <laughs> the guy that ran over me did not <laughs> so when I showed up in Pendleton my first time they uh they told me rule number one you pull up for nobody who was who was, who was telling you the rules down. uh all of them Bob J2 Gary they're like do not pull up for anybody your horse will fall down well, the first day I'm there and somebody juts out in front of me and I go to stop and my horse is back in and goes out and he almost falls down. I'm like, rule number one, don't pull up for anybody. So the next horse goes right through all them guys on that west end and just goes right through them. So I just, I ain't pulling up for nobody. And this poor old boy is running and he's got his head cocked away from me. And my black horse did just get the full length. <laughs> Still got all his fingers, I think. I don't know. I, I would assume <laughs> he'd come back, yeah. slap my shafts. He said, You got me. I was like, Watch where you're running. You got you're running to me. In seven years of clowning Pendleton, I've seen some disasters in what Wayne Brooks calls the popcorn pit. <laughs> Or what's he call it? The pop- uh, popcorn gallery or popcorn. Yeah. Peanut, ga- peanut, peanut gallery? Peanut gallery. Peanut gallery. Uh-oh, Justin looks like you got a bad one coming towards the peanut <laughs> gallery. But the thing is, like, like last year when everybody's sitting around there, dumbass Tilden grabbed my foot when I went to run, and he was laying in there, laying on the ground. I go to run, he grabbed my foot, and I kind of fell. Luckily, he went around. But, I mean, I could have been really injured. Who knows? Killed or worse. But Pendleton, <laughs> I, 
It is. Floor. It's a whole different yeah. deal because what there's six of y'all right there, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, and we go. You guys and, have and your own camp. Yeah, we park all the trailers in deal. We got us our own cook over there, J Man. You know. Yeah, it's he. We give him two, three hundred dollars a piece, and he goes and buys all the food, and he buys all the beer and whiskey, and we sit right there. You know, I haven't picked up Pendleton, but that's that's funny. As a contestant, you know, Pendleton's just as wild. Mm-hmm. But now that I've moved over to picking up, it's a whole different side of rodeoing than I than I never really saw. Because uh, you're in one place a week, yeah. Not and and yeah, after seven. so many years, you know, you become part of these people's vacation mm-hmm. i mean a lot of the stuff that the committee the worst does part, the it, worst part about picking up is you go here and you get to know these committees and they want to party that week yeah it's, well it's, when they get done partying here they go home and sleep for two days we and go, go to back sheridan. to work yeah. we go to sheridan and start over yep. yeah trust me i'm trying to lay off new, the beer but not of, working yeah bunch of whole new guys that Especially haven't been you assholes yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you people. But I, you people. You know what? I don't know if you guys know Shane Franklin, but Shane told me something I'll never forget, and I want to get this put on a T-shirt. Rodeoing. Why would the hell would anybody want to do this sober? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it is. It's these every rodeo. I mean, think about this. This is a celebration. Yeah. You know, this rodeo was the world's oldest rodeo. Yeah. But then they say the one in Deer. Pegas. So Deer this Trail, Colorado. Pegas. This here is the world's oldest continuous rodeo. Is what they don't was oh. what they leave out is that they have had one since 1888. They have not missed a year since 1888. And even 2020. Even, even 2020, 2020, we came here. Yeah. Yep. They made why, sure to have it because otherwise they couldn't be the world's oldest rodeo. That's why somebody asked me, they're like, "Are oh, you gonna, you know, put a fuel surcharge on these committees?" And I'm like, "Look." They paid me my full – Prescott paid me my full price in 2020 when they were at 25%. Yeah. So why would I screw them yeah. now? No, I'm not going to do it. But, but, you know, anyway, side are, story. These are celebrations. Absolutely. Like, I just Huge. came from Lehigh, Lehigh, Utah last week, uh, which is a phenomenal rodeo. But that's how it started. I mean, that that's the 85th year for that rodeo. They want to do something for the community. Mm-hmm. And so they, they had the rodeo, and it really brings people together. And I don't think a lot of people – that are outside our rodeo group don't understand. It's not just the the horses and bulls. It's the Bronx in the mud. The families that Steers you know. Bulls shut up. That's it. But it's it's the people that have worked in the concession stand for thirty years. Mm-hmm. Or, it's the volunteers. Know, the parking yeah. guy. The only reason it's we the guys have a rodeo is the volunteers that are behind the scenes that you know nothing about until you are a on pickup man on side on this side of it and get to know these people. Do you have though? And be honest. Do you have in your phone people at different rodeos saved in your phone? Like, with the town. Like, I have to. Town, you have to. Greg Prescott. Yep. You have to. Prescott yep. front gate guy. Yep. If, or, you, if you don't, you – like, I'm terrible. I am terrible. I will know who you are and why I should know you, but I will not remember yep. your name. And I get to places like here, and there's just some guys that I cannot remember your name. Just call him Bud. How are you, Bud? Uh, How's, I do. Your How's your mom? Brother. How's your mom, Tim? Brother. I use brother a lot. I finally – what's up, brother? Hey, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let y'all in on something, and I shouldn't put the secret out there, but I'm going to. You don't. You don't even know who these guys are. No, I do this. (laughs) I do this with contestants a lot. Like when I see a guy that I should know his name, but I can't, and like I know he's sitting there with his bareback rigging. I go and he's like, they'll be like, "What's up, Rump?" But hey, man, what's going on? He's like, "I was getting ready to go. What do you got?" 
And so oh. he'd, be like, he'd be like, I got 618. And I'm like, oh, Marty oh, Smith. Ready. What's up, Marty? You know? I'm going to have to start getting a day sheet. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm That's terrible. I'm terrible That's about good. the contestants that, like, any of them. And big names. I just don't know their face. Like, when they're up and I know who it is, I'm like, oh, you know. I don't ever remember the ride. Yeah. Because I'm always looking at the horse. See, that's, that's what I am. Me. Everybody's like, I do you watch the rodeo? Sport. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm looking at the, Yeah, like, am I going to play this? Is he going to get bucked off? I'm looking for the next song. I, I never I, I never yeah, hear correct. a score because I'm always watching for what this horse is doing, what, yeah. cha- what lead changes he's doing, what I need to do to be hazing. Yeah, it know, doesn't matter the score. I you guys. never, it matter. I never hear a score. Ever. It doesn't matter. I don't That's either. a great ride, awesome. And then I got to go back and say, how many were they on him? And they say, well, he was eighty nine points. It's like, wow. Yeah. But you That's know, when you're good, focused, you know? you're focused in and doing your job. Should I mean, have been seventy nine. And I, I've always said this: the best pickup man, you don't even notice them. Yeah. Because goes to the arena. Yeah. You you don't. You're not waiting on them. You know, unless you know you but had a, you had a badass that, you had a badass horse loop last night. You know, you, that's the stuff that yeah. I appreciate. That, that's the you know you guys are like, oh, that was a good loop. My that's dad the, loves that with you guys. By that, the way, he the, just that just he loves the that shit. Biggest thing, especially like here, the biggest thing is that nobody notices when stuff goes right. That's because right. it's supposed to be smooth. But as soon as something goes wrong, this entire crowd and they're into it here. Like if you go to rope a horse right in front of the stands and you miss, no, yeah. And then if you, you miss, suck. you go, oh, yeah. and the whole crowd yeah. is that way. And it's just like, why do you people watch me? Yeah. Stop watching me. You feel. <laughs> and then I remember. Stop and it. then and then the clown I usually calls the, you out. Oh, yeah. And then the clown yeah. calls you out if you miss. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you catch one, I bet your horse is proud of you. That's a stupid. I hate that saying that they Rump do. Says that I know. I never say that. <laughs> But I hate, I hate bulldog when the clown says that. That that makes me mad more than anything is when you rope a bull and the clown goes, oh, I bet your horse is proud of you. That's his job. Okay, oh, hold hold on. Part, it's, it's part of the show. Side note. Dalton. Yeah. And Dalton, I'll bet you'd feel Entertaining pretty, people, yeah. Dalton. I'll bet you'd not feel. Not your ego. I'll bet you'd it's feel. It's not my <laughs> ego. It's just like, that's his job. But. Like, you're just making my horse. Like, you're making my horse to these people make my horse those people feel sorry for my horse. I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I get what saying. That's why I hate that. But that makes sense. that's why he's out here. Dalton. That makes sense. Yes. How dumb would you feel though if you rope a bull and you drag it out, okay? After the rodeo's over, you put your stuff up and you open your living quarters trailer and there's a note and it's from your horse and it says, <laughs> I'm proud of you. You would feel like the biggest dipshit in the world <laughs> knowing that I'm so, I'm so proud. Well, well, your bull horse has more than one job. Last night, uh, uh, was it Sissy Wynn, I think? Mm-hmm. Every jumped on him. It's happened the last two years, but rains here. It was yeah. rather deep last night. So a lot of the girls, uh, Brittany Tanazi, like ran a colt. A lot mm-hmm. of them were just, they're they you know, your young horses. They have to count. They can't just turn out because of the mud here. Well, yeah, correct. And, and then it does good on, I mean, you're here and you they get those young horses in front of the sound and the yeah. lights and all that. Anyway, but that pain horse runs a pretty good barrel well, pad. And this pain horse looks like a draft for horse. Run, you, for running for running barrels once a year. I think he's getting <laughs> I think he's getting the hang of He's starting to look for I'll them. bet when you put that barrel race on they're real proud of you. WPRA. <laughs> WPRA. Now that's horse, a funny joke. Barrel now horse of the year. That's, now he's got that's a good joke. joke. Did you yeah. hear what happened when that uh, Spanish Fork last year when that with the uh, pickup man? One of them barrel racers wanted to ride Bobby Marriott's horse. Oh yeah! Instead of just easing around the pattern, she kicks and spurs and cripples his horse. Oh, yeah. 
I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, I can tell you what. Uh, it doesn't matter how hard you whip and spur Joe Knox. He's got he that gear. Only gonna go one. That's gear. your horse name. He's got a first name and a last name. Joe Knox. Have you never seen the great cat, great scout in Cat House Thursday? No, I guess. What the, you got there, Joe Knox? Horse, Billy, horse. <laughs> I didn't know Buddy Cox. <laughs> you need to watch the Great Scout in Cat House Thursday. The great, what is it? The, the great the scout. The great scout in Cat House Thursday. It's Lee Marvin, and then there's this Indian by the name of Joe Knox. And he steals this wagon load of horrors at the beginning of this movie. And he brings them <laughs> into his buddy. He goes, what you got there, Joe Knox? Horrors, Billy, horrors. <laughs> I got one for each day of the week. This is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Hard. What's this one, Joe Knox? Holidays, Billy, holidays. <laughs> It'd be hard to steal a wagon load of horrors, I feel. Yeah. Well, the cops were rounding them up, and they stuck up, they stuck up in this, like, uh, police cage horse-drawn deal and this drunk Indian he just gets out the front he cracks his bull whip over these horses and he steals his wagon little horse uh, well, that's Joe Knox well that I did Joe not Knox. know he is a previous Rocky Mountain Rodeo bucking horse ah Glenn Southwick's Glenn famous Southwick. Rocky Mountain Rodeo I give, company I give Glenn a lot of hell I said that's the best horse you ever raced you know when I think of Glenn Southwick I think of nice shiny new equipment <laughs> I uh, are you throwing up? <coughs> no, I about spit my beer. My gold buckle beer. Glenn Southwick's semi looks like my underwear after five days of rodeo. and like <laughs> Smells worse. <laughs> Stinky. I don't know. Have you, have you ever smelled nah, him won't. after a few days? Nah, yeah. He, he, by he gets what, a might rank. No, you, you always are saying that. I shower my ass off. When your you family's with you. I love showering. Matter of fact, I'm going to do it today. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Like, here at Prescott, the old school feel, too. If you watch the old rodeo movies where they have, like, the tent with the actual hospital beds in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right here in Prescott, in the Justin Sports Medicine Room. Hold on. i got to yell at these cattle. Shut up! <laughs> Golly. I'll bet those steers are real proud of me right now. Anyhow... <laughs> That's what I'm no, going to hear for the next you never should, yeah, You yeah. never should have said I it because he's going to say it yeah. every perf now. Anywho, they have the old school. <laughs> I do like that joke. It's my favorite. They have the old school room here. The sports medicine room is like a kind of a dingy dungeon. Mm. Cool. It's dark. Like it was built with the, Junior Bonner. They bring <laughs> in. It's the old paddock. It's the old jockey's room. Yeah, they, yep. and they bring in like 500 <laughs> hot dogs. Like they do gross, yeah. dry. I didn't know that. I'm usually hungry. I'm a, I did not know that. Yeah, I don't they, they're not as good as Sykeston hot dogs. I promise you that. They're the same ones. Did you guys have they're a hot dog in the there? Same ones. No, they usually bring them to us. Yeah. Did they not do the hot dogs in there Who'd last you, night? Who'd you piss off? Hard to say. Yeah. Let me look uh, up hot dog guy Prescott on my phone. <laughs> Let's Google it. Got him barred. So Santa Fe was muddy. Here is muddy. Another thing. That you don't think of picking, man, is you have to clean your equipment. Yeah. You have expensive saddles, tack, bell boots, all that shit. That well, that's shaps. the thing I think pickup or people forget about pickup, man, is just how much stuff we really bring. Yeah. Like we, not only do we boots. bring six horses, but we got to bring bell boots, splint boots, six saddles, that many pads, twice that many bridles. I mean, we've got a lot of stuff around, and then trailer big enough to haul all that. And you no. used to, didn't you? You guys used to shoe your own horses, didn't you? Yeah. You know. Used to. But that's what, but you'd haul that shit, too. Yeah. 
It's a lot. I mean, seriously, well, I still it, they're the most underpaid because Tyson Twitchell, flank man for Kirsten, is <laughs> shooting my horses. I still all this stuff here, <laughs> so he could shoot my horses. Perfect. <laughs> Get a discount. Well, I tell you what, uh, I'm looking forward to it. We got seven more here. We just started, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, she dries out. She dries out. I guess they're going to bring a copter in today. Uh, Dalton was saying, and are they really? So that'll probably be right. Him. That'll be probably be right during my contract personnel nap. I'm not napping. I'm going to help the boys. I'm, gonna I'm kidding. I'm right kidding. Yeah. Wow. He, yeah, Jim needs some help sorting horses. Yeah. yeah so there you go. Get a, good job. You put oh, we need hey, to do that. Take a helmet. Hey, we need to do that. What's that? Yeah. Paper, rock, scissors, you two, whoever gets to help. Will's in. Will? Oh, no. You've got horses in there now. Yeah. You're in. <laughs> You're flying out. The championship, Going to Cody. Championship rodeo uh, mixed pin of horses. <laughs> so every year here, me and Ty – Play rock paper scissors. Who has to sort this certain one pin of horses that's always here every year? Hard to sort. That were gathered with a helicopter about two weeks ago. Oof. They're for the wild horse racing. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And the ranch Bronx. Maybe humans once. Really? Yeah. Two man. weeks ago. Yeah. Wow. That's teamagan.com. <laughs> the wild horse race is a great way to start off the road. I'll be really I do proud love that about it here. The wild horse race is just it's fun. We get done with that last video and then Corley blows that whistle straight into my microphone. Sorry. You watch out for the sneezes. Sneezers. That was inside the microphone too. What's going on here? Had to ride through those pallets. Okay. <laughs> Trail riders. There's a lot of shit going on. That's all right, we'll talk yeah. about it. Anyway. On a side note, there is now a huge, huge cat in the middle of the arena with a loader. Oh, yeah, they're working on it, but Hey, y'all. We thank you. Uh, we want to thank... Uh, oh, yeah, these guys. Well, I'm seeing a little uh, chest hair out of... Out of we need to get him a Manscaped. Yeah, he's got a little hair coming out the top. The if old. you go to manscaped.com, rumpchat20 on the promo code, get 20% I, off a lawn, I just got the lawnmower. internet because of you guys. Yes. yes. Your balls will thank you. That's and their slogan. I got a question. As will your wife. Why would you put anything that sharp... Close to something. It doesn't that much clip. It doesn't clip it, man. Well, happen- it's a new technology. Well, Trust me. Show them your balls. Is it a laser? Here, look at this. <laughs> Those are so this. small. <laughs> yeah, but but small yeah, yeah, but look how clean they are. Does it body battery operated? Yes. What it, happens if I charger? run out of battery halfway through? No, it's not battery. It's rechargeable. Okay, well, let's what not. What if I lose the charger? Your pubes ain't that big, Dalton. It's not going to run out. You want me to show you? No. Okay. Yeah. Not again. I don't know. He is quite <laughs> tall. Go to daltonspubes.com. Thinking <laughs> <laughs> of Manscaped, Pendleton Whiskey, uh, Spitzy Creative. Or no, Rodeo Patch. Rodeo, Rodeo Patch. Rodeo Patch.com, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Rodeo Patch. They got a. They got some, if you need some patches for your rodeo. <laughs> yeah, more Raw's coming at you. Yeah. Stick yeah, get around. your Raw subscription. We're uh, We're hitting it up. We're gonna get Randy Corley on here. He's got oh it. It'll be it'll yeah, be, good. be good. He's got a great story. That'll you know, he really does. Hard. Yeah, that'll be a long yeah. one. Ah, depends on how much red wine we get, Randy. <laughs> Jazz. As I, I bet he's not drinking all right, folks. Beer. As I turn as I turn off the microphone, I'm gonna turn it over to my friend Josh to walk it out. Good night, everybody from Rump Chat. like about a pickup man